What's up, lads? This is another episode of the Straight Cut Come to You. That is the saddest. Live from West End Cigar. Not live, but you know, I say that too. Yeah, right. I keep, I keep Another stupid thing you say. <laughs> yep. I am Aaron. This is Mark. And tonight we have a special guest with us. We have Chris from the Luxury Cigar Club. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing fantastic. How are you guys doing? Man, we are, uh, we're doing good over here. Yeah, so if you don't know why I had a... You know, behind the gla- behind the curtain, I restarted again is because that's how I always start on the Discord every morning is yes, what's up, do. lads, and everybody gives me hell. No, just me. <laughs> um, but uh, that is, yes. So I just, you know, got to make sure that Kevin and Adrian and everybody else, you know, got to make sure that they, they know where I'm coming from. Yeah. Well, that's uniquely <laughs> you. Yeah. So we are glad to have you on uh, this week's show. And uh, so this week... Mark and I are smoking the Liga Bravada L40 Lancero. Uh, what are you having? I'm having a, a new cigar that you guys will start seeing a lot from us about, actually. It's a, it's a J. London Gold Series Toro. Um, it's a 6x54 uh, aged Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper. Uh, it's an aged Ecuadorian Connecticut filler, or I'm sorry, binder, and then it's an undisclosed filler. So, uh, the binder leaf on this is actually wrapper grade leaf nice. as well. Um, it's delicious. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's one of these, I've seen a big push lately of these kind of like ultra premium Connecticut's mm-hmm. coming onto the market. Atabay is one yeah. that, you know, everybody kind of knows right now. And this one's, um, another one we stumbled across and I think they're really making kind of a renaissance because when you, I'm not a Connecticut smoker in general, but when you do a Connecticut the right way, it's hard to beat the, you know, the caramel, creamy, sweet smoothness that, yeah. that comes from one of these cigars. Yeah. And this thing delivers every single time. I've probably smoked 40 of these in the past month. Wow. Um, <laughs> I know. Tough, tough life. Yeah, tough life. <laughs> no, I'm the same way. Like, I'm not the biggest Connecticut fan. There's a few out there that have finally you know hit my palate pretty well just because i don't like smoking just air i I need a little substance a little body just a little flavor to it and just in the past month you know i've smoked a few uh there's one that i had out of oregon uh the the mike g super connecticut i've been liking that i know mark got a couple of those yeah so it's, it's nice to see some connecticut's coming out on the market that's you know not just air you're well, actually getting a little something to it. Smoked with your partner the other night on a virtual herf, the Atabay, for the first time. Um, there's something with a really good Connecticut that is, it's almost, I mean, they're awesome. They're, they're rare, but um, when it's done really well, it's special. So there's not a ton of them. <laughs> but when they're done right, they're worth smoking, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. So, so how yeah how, no, was, I, how was that Atabay? Did it was, you, was it, was it really everything we hyped it up to be? It was. It was. You know, the funny part was, um, it was a great conversation. Mm-hmm. We had just an awesome time, and um, the smoke was beautiful. I think damn like near everybody was smoking one. Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, because Kevin, that was the one that Kevin had the metal bar in the middle, so the ash didn't oh, tap man, off. Yeah, that, I don't know if he posted a picture of it, but he smoked it literally to the cap without the ash falling, yeah. and it was like the coolest. I mean, just the coolest. Uh, I don't know how to fucking say it. Like that was the best thing to say about that cigar because like, wow, that is construction. Is, is yeah. At was, the end, he got real nervous though. <laughs> yeah, when he went to go take the picture and yeah. couldn't, uh, yeah. like, woo, woo. I never, I never make it to the picture, man. I, Ugh. it's always setting up for the photo that I, yep. I lose it. I'm, I'm cursed. 
or something. But, you know, it's, it's funny. Part of the experience of that Atabay, too, is that construction. That cigar burns like that every single uh-huh. time. I've only had one burn badly, and I dropped it really hard before I lit it, like, you know, straight down, right onto the foot. Ooh, and I just put a crack all the way up that thin wrapper, and that thing was a, a beast. I smoked it, you know what I mean? But still, um, what a great cigar. Yeah. It's worth every penny. People yeah. are like, oh, it's not worth it. I'm like, horseshit, it's worth it. This oh. is this is, this is a, a, a unique stick right here. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely some cigars out there that have that price tag that aren't worth it. That is in the opposite realm. That well, is, I kept telling Aaron yep. I was afraid to smoke it because it would be worth it, and then I'd have a problem. Yeah. And it is a, it is it is worth that price. Yeah, well, it's like, I mean, <laughs> so, so, you know, we do like a, a review on one of the cigars that we've never had that comes in your box every month. And so yep. we did the uh, the Viva La Vida a couple months ago, and it and as of right now, it's the one with the highest ranking. I think the Atabay would be the only one that I can think of that can knock that one off its perch. It would, com- it would definitely compete with. That. Yeah, it, yeah, I mean that's it is it, it is a really good cigar, and not a lot not enough people um, have smoked that. But every time I get a chance to tell somebody, like you got to look up, uh, it's it's United, correct that that distributes that. Yeah, so United Cigars distributes it, but it's actually made by Selected Tobaccos, which is Nelson Alfonso. Um, And for anyone that doesn't know, Nelson Alfonso is the guy that's responsible for all of the Cuban Cohiba ashtray design, the box design, the artwork, you know, the the Indian head that they use. Um, And his family's been in tobacco for an extraordinarily long time. Yeah, it's an... Ben and I were talking about it. one of the things with a really well done Connecticut is mm-hmm. it's a beautiful looking cigar. Yeah. When it's done, it's that Atabay in particular is just the wrapper is like flawless and gorgeous. And it, it he goes, I'm just sitting here looking at my cigar, and I go, That's, <laughs> I'm not looking at your cigar, but yeah. I'm looking at mine. It's it's it's, it's a uh, beautiful smoke. It's cigar porn. I mean, that's just the yeah. best way to put it. Yeah. Well, compared to like we were looking, you know, you look at like the the. A drone, what is it? The, oh, the the uh, the ninetieth. It's like rough, but it's really good. But yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> it looks like somebody stepped on it. But on mm-hmm. the other hand, uh, I would knock somebody down for that cigar. Oh God, yeah. I'm about well, to smoke you, that. Yep. Sure. I'm a, well, I'm about to smoke that one because I only smoke it one day a year. And that's right. I'm smoking it Saturday, so that's, that's right. I can't. I'm looking forward to it. His birthday. Yep. yep. Turning thirty six. Oh, happy birthday! Getting getting old. Yeah. So that I'll be. I guess my birthday the day after this comes out. So. Yep. Wow. So, so tell us how luxury, uh, you know, got going and, uh, and just give us, you know, the, the way that you now distribute to make tons of people like me and Mark happy who are cigar nerds and, you know, finding cigars that we've never heard of, even though we've been in the cigar game for so long. Yeah. So, I mean, we started with a retail location in Northern Arizona called Redbeard Cigar Co. Um, and it, it really started out of, uh, kind of frustration or annoyance really I had a I had a good friend and every time we would hang out smoke a cigar man we should smoke we should start a cigar business we should start a cigar business and I was like screw this I don't want to hear you talk about it anymore what's it going to take yeah. you know what I mean what's it going to take and we put we put 5,000 bucks together got a cabinet humidor we put that in the lobby of his girlfriend's jewelry store and that was the inception of the cigar company um, at its really at its roots. 
and that grew quickly. We triple quadrupled our, our storage and our, our sales area like in six months because there's really no real tobacconists in northern Arizona or very few. Um, we're the only certified tobacconists in Arizona right now or in northern Arizona, sorry, not in Arizona. Um, but I have a background. My background's in corporate finance. And um, I was like, man, I want this to be my job. You know what I mean? I want this to be my the way I make my money, the, the passion that I wake up to every morning instead of you know waking up and making a bank a bunch of money every day. Yeah. And so I was like, what can we do? And I just like had this, my best ideas come to me when I'm in the bathroom. You know what I mean? I don't know if you guys have that problem or not. <laughs> but, you know, you have that quiet time where you can really think about stuff. And I'm like, oh my God, Dollar Shave Club cigars, right? Yeah. I put those two ideas together. I thought I was a genius. I swear I was a genius. I told Ben and David, my partners, and they're like, oh my God, it's so good. And we started it. And we really didn't do our homework before we started it because we are not the first ones to come up with this idea. I thought we were, <laughs> but we, we were not. Long story short, if we would have done the research beforehand, we probably wouldn't have started it. So us, our ignorance is actually what got us started. Um, and from that point forward, you know, we toyed with the name, we toyed with the logos, we toyed with everything. And, and we, we landed on Luxury Cigar Club because every time you're able to sit down, light a cigar with one of your buddies or your girlfriend or your wife or a group of people, that's a luxury experience. I don't care if you paid a dollar for the cigar or someone gave it to you or you paid a hundred dollars for that cigar. Yeah. You are lighting this experience on fire it's only going to last for a small amount of time and that's a luxury that a lot of people don't have and so we thought the name was fitting and, and it made sense um for us and it was also good really good for seo you know it says cigar club in the name so when people google and, and things like that there's that but we landed on that and we used then we did our market research to figure out what spot in the market wasn't represented and we realized that the premium cigar space in the subscription model for cigars isn't represented at all we're still the only one representing that space and i think we probably will always be the only one representing that space um because we do it out of passion not out of uh, financial gain because yeah. trust me there's zero dollars to be made in this um we build something every month that we hope when you open it you 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 get this experience like wow what the heck what the heck and that's what we want when we open it you know we're all subscribers we all get the box mailed to us every month and we we experience it the same way that you guys do only you guys don't have to pack all of them first <laughs> <laughs> it seems like we got a better deal there yeah yeah of course you, you do got the better end you get to smoke them before yeah, yeah you you have the trial period of what goes in the box well, we do, and I, okay. I think you don't. Um, I, maybe you do, but Josh and Aaron and I, we smoke. Obviously, we do the thing, but we get it, and so the three of us will wait till all three of us get the box. We try to at least, yeah. And then we have the like the three hour debate on which cigar is, and it's the oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> like last last month, it was oh no, I want to try the Mister White. Let's let's do the Mister White. No, let's do the Galgamesh. And yeah. It was like back and forth. We're going back and forth about all the excitement. Yeah. And uh, and so Josh is younger than Aaron, and for sure they're both like 
uh, children compared to me, of course. And, um, <laughs> and so, and so Josh wants to know, because he wants to smoke the other four in the, in the pack like that day. Yeah. And so we're like going, we need to, we need to pull that aside so we can plan. And Aaron and I are trying to plan, but it's like the three hours after we all get that box, it's like, it's, it's, it is like kids. Yeah, it is. Like I've said, it, it's like Christmas every month. It's so, I mean, it's so cool because yeah. it is like one of us will, I mean, we're all in the same city, but one of us will always get the box like the, the day, the day after the yeah. other two. So it's always like, all right, we're not going to open them until we're all together kind of thing. So yeah. it's just like chomping at the bit, like what's in it. And the hardest thing is because we're, we're real good friends with uh, cigars and things. And he does all those amazing pictures. So it's like trying to find that void of like, okay, I can't go on Instagram between <laughs> now to now to not get any spoilers. And then yeah. it's just like, Oh, it's, it, it kills us. But then when we finally do crack it open, it's that's like, you get that sense of relief. Like, Oh yeah. Now the debate starts of like, what the hell are we going to do for the show? Yeah. And we always try to something we haven't. Yeah. Like yeah. The that's Mr. the rule. So obviously we, it was a pre-release. So we, there's no way we could have smoked Mr. White but we always want to smoke something we haven't. So yeah, yeah it is, um, it is pretty cool that, and, and so far the four that were in there, obviously there's the high dollar one like this, this month it was about the Davidoff, uh, Yamaka. I'm probably saying that wrong. Yamasa. 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 Yeah. But the other four, I was like, Oh, I've wanted to try those. A couple of those I didn't even know I wanted yeah, I th- to try. I, th- I think the Davidoff is the only one that I that I've had. Yeah. Like Josh is, you know, Josh will literally he'll he'll figure out what we're doing for the show, and then he smokes the other four just like right away. I think I've been a member mm-hmm. since I think September. I'm pretty sure I still okay. have like two or three cigars from my first box just because I haven't I haven't smoked them yet because I just want to look at them. <laughs> I I finally finished up December. Oh, finally. Because I started in December, because you didn't fucking tell me. Yeah, no, I'm, he's a not, that I'm, not that I'm bitter <laughs> well, about that. <laughs> that. I mean, that that's really what we want, right? I mean, like uh, we we do everything in our power, and you guys probably know this because you're in our our private members Discord group. Yeah. Um, but we do everything in our power to try to shield people from what's in those boxes. I mean, I put warnings on Instagram when I'm I'm like, Hey, there's spoilers coming. So if you want a surprise, don't look, you know what I mean? I think that's cool. And, um, cause that's part of it. That's a really big part of this is like, Oh my God, what is it? What is it? What is it? Here it is. Oh dude, look at that. Oh dude, look at that. You know what I mean? And, and being able to have that conversation, especially sharing it with the three of you, I, I think that's a really unique experience. And it really makes me happy to hear that because uh, that's what we want to deliver. Yep. Yeah. I mean, we're, we've, you know, we've been, I know Josh has been a member, I guess for maybe, I think April was his first one because he got, he got it super early because y'all did send out, was it April or March as you sent out earlier because of all the pandemic that's going on. Um, so he even, he, he didn't have to wait as long as, no. as we did. And I was like, ah, now you get to spoil the riches. But yep. uh, no, it's, but, it is funny. Cause we, I know when, cause like, I know the July box is on the way. Uh-huh. And so I texted, uh, I just got my email noticing it, it's, it's in the mail. And yep. Josh said I did too. Yep. And so I know you send Aaron's box to Kuwait, which I appreciate. <laughs> um, and so, uh, and so he, he's, uh, you know, he's always the late one. Yeah. So. But it's, yeah, it's still, it, it's well, it were well worth it because you do get that sense of just like, well, and it, it, you, your day could be total shit. And then like, 
open up the mailbox and you see that distinct packaging like oh yeah like there's two things i like out of uh, i've been a member of a lot of cigar clubs uh-huh. there's two things i like i want to know that you're passionate about cigars and i want to see stuff that i don't see a lot yeah um you know it doesn't have to be stuff that i've never heard of although a lot of times with your club it is and i want to find things that i like and I, you know to be honest with you i've been smoking the crap out of the stolen throne uh-huh. book of the crowns i bought a bundle from cool. that after after seeing that in one of the boxes mm-hmm. and found a new favorite and that's exactly what i want in a cigar club it is yeah because because mark and i we're big boutique guys um and it's it is it's we, we did a show a couple of weeks ago uh like are we in the golden age of cigars and in boutique wise you know we definitely are just because of the five that we get that you send us i mean i'll hear of one or two maybe Um, but there's always at least three that I was like, wow, this, I've never seen this before. And like, and even with me being a tobacconist at a shop and being a cigar smoker for, for 15 years, it's still, it's still so it's refreshing seeing just like, uh, just all these smaller boutiques that I've never heard of just coming my way, be like, all right, now maybe I can find, have a new favorite or, you know, something else will hit my palate or or something like that. I was going to ask, so what's your first cigar? Did you, or how did you get into cigar smoking? You know what? It was just a buddy one day. He's like, hey, you want to try cigars? I'm like, I don't know. I've never had a cigar. I guess, <laughs> I guess so. You know what I mean? And I was like, this is, this is terrible. Why does anyone do this? <laughs> but then, like, I had a tickle, you know, like, well, maybe I should try that one more time. And it was kind of all downhill from there, right? It's just like, you guys know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Once you kind of start, because there's no influence. Oh, yeah. My grandfather smoked cigars a long time ago, but he stopped way before I was born. Yeah. So there was no influence in my life other than like friends from time to time. And, and and the buddy that gave me the cigar the first time wasn't even a cigar smoker. I think the first cigar I ever had, it was some punch cigar that you could probably buy for like 80% off on Cigars International or something like that. It wasn't, <laughs> yeah. it wasn't something that I loved. Um, but then I started trying and I'm very all of us that, that own the company, we're very much collectors uh, of anything, whether it's watches or cars or artwork or whiskey or you know, whatever it is, you know, we have that collector mentality. And once I started to see that that existed in this space, I was like, so hooked, you know what I mean? Like the humidor went from a little cheap Amazon one to like six new airs <laughs> and just like, you know what I mean? It just went nuts and, and it just became such a huge part of my life you know I, I noticed things like my patio no longer was good for grilling it was good for sitting around and smoking cigars <laughs> uh, I, I i bring clean clothes with me more frequently if i'm gonna have a meeting after i smoke a cigar or something like that you know what i mean like just yeah. all of these things that like your life forms to the the passion yeah and you like you, you just don't give a shit because you have to have a cigar right mm-hmm. like when I travel, where, I, where am I going to stay? I want it to be close to a lounge, you know, somewhere that I can go try a new cigar or a new lounge or whatever. So it's, uh, it's, 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 I love it. So so how long ago was that? How long have you smoked cigars? Jesus. I don't know. 10 years or so. So So for a while. Okay. Yeah. I I mean, I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm exact same way. Like whenever, you know, not a lot of traveling has happened in the past, you know, four months or so, but whenever traveling does get back, to it like whenever me and my wife travel you know she's a cigar smoker too so we we like to stay at an airbnb or somewhere close like we look we're not so much 
you know, we look for restaurants and stuff like that, but I look at like, all right, what cigar shops are around? I, I look at ones that kind of look like the ones that I work at, not, not like super formal. I want to feel comfortable, not stuffy. So I judge, I judge, I judge where we stay by the lounges and the brick and mortars that's around where we're staying. So I can't wait to start traveling again and get more uh, shops under my belt. When did luxury cigars start? Cause I know it from December and I, he keeps telling me he was been from August. When did luxury cigars start? So luxury cigar club shipped their first box in February of 2018. No, 2019. Sorry. 2019. So we are on our 17th shipment here with July, I believe. Okay. You guys are, Um, you guys are really got this down pat for only doing this 17 times. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a lot of trial and error. First of all, um, we don't do anything but this at this point, you know, it's full time. Um, and it's, it's a lot of work. I, I won't lie, but you know, it's all rewarding. You know, it's, uh, constantly trying to improve, constantly trying to deliver a better product, you know, constantly trying to be, be the best and, and not get stale. You know what I mean? Like we, we could send, you know, the same sticks every month in different sizes or whatever, you know, and make it real easy. But we don't want to do that. We want an eclectic mix. We want something that's unique. That's, you know, and you'll notice some months were more boutique than other months. Um, some months were more luxury or premium than other months. Some months were, it, it, it all depends. And, and there's no set formula because it really goes like into what tickles our fancy. Uh, not to sound a little bit creepy, but it just, <laughs> what, what are we excited about? Yeah. You know, what makes us excited? Well, well, describe how, how y'all decide what goes in the box. Good question. Yeah. So, I mean, in the beginning it was really hard because we didn't have a backlog of cigars. Now we have a, a list with the hit list is what we call it. Mm-hmm. And whatever's on the hit list is already eligible for inclusion in, in the box. And it's our menu, if you will. And so we then, you know, look at price and things like that. Because, of course, we have to make sure it can all fit into the price point and stuff like that. But um, but when we when we are sampling cigars for inclusion, it is a uh, multiple sampling process. So we will smoke three to five cigars each of any cigar that's up for, uh, you know, that's being promoted for inclusion in, in the box. And the reason we do that, we go through multiple smoking sessions with each cigar. You know, each cigar smoked 10, 15 times by three different people before it makes it into the box. And that's because we're checking for consistency. Is it, does it deliver the same experience every time? Because you and I both know, sometimes you pick a cigar up and it was like, oh my God, that cigar was amazing. And you pick it up again and you're like, what the hell happened here? Right. Or the re- reverse oh my God, that cigar was terrible. And then you pick it up again and you're like, wait a second, what was, what was the deal with that first one? Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's how we pick. Um, we get manufacturers shipping us cigars from all over the place all the time. They just come in boxes and come in boxes and I put them on a shelf and we start smoking them. (laughs) (laughs) And just start making the list. And y'all have, you all have shared different palettes and, like your, your, your favorite profile probably differs from than Ben or whoever. So, I mean, it, it's nice to see a, a difference in, in the box, in the boxes and everything. Yeah. Yeah. The pallets are not the same. Ben is very much a, 
a refined, uh, smooth smoker. He, he'd probably argue with me if he was here to do so. But this is my impression of, of what he, you know, he's a really refined um, smoker. He, he tends to lean towards aged tobaccos um, that deliver that smooth experience. Yeah. You know, cigars are not like whiskey, right? The longer you age a whiskey, the flavors get full and big and strong. Yeah. Cigars, you put the age on them and that tobacco smooths out. You know, yeah. you get unique flavors but it's not the same i my spectrum is is extraordinarily wide i like the light stuff i like the heavy stuff the only thing i tend to disapprove of myself personally is is habano wrapper cigars i just i don't like the habano bite Mm -hmm. that comes with them for my palate um it's not to say we don't ever send a habano though but the ones we send i i tend to like so it's uh, it's unique, and that's just it goes to show you that there's no there's no right way because if you have a blender that's doing it right to deliver an experience, you know these guys don't blend to make the cigar burn good or to make the cigar um, uh, taste uh, taste different or I guess I don't know what I'm saying. They blend to hit a, a flavor profile, yeah, right. you know. So you go to a blender and you say, I want something that's sweet, that's spicy and that has a smooth finish, that's how they blend it. You know what I mean? That's how they go through and put the right ratios in of every leaf and, and get, get you what you want out of it. Yeah. So before, before you all uh, jo- uh, created LCC, um, were you like a, did you go to brick and mortars at, at, you know, where you lived or was it more like you didn't have one around? So you just had to, you know, get them shipped to you th- to that way or, you know, what really got you into more of the, you know, the, the, the culture and everything, because you said you, when you first started, you're like, yeah, I don't know about this, but then you evidently, you know, like you said, you got the itch, you have the bug. So what, how did you enjoy the cigars before LCC was around? Yeah, all of it. I mean, for a long time, I was just like a cigars international or JR cigars type guy. Um, but then I started to do the brick and mortar stuff. And I realized like, that's really the way to buy cigars. You know what I mean? If you want to sit down and enjoy something, you get to go there got to deal with the shipping and things like that. Uh, a lot of gifts and trading happened, you know, for a long time. Oh, you know, they do these mail bombs all the time where you, Oh, send me some, I'll send you some. Yeah. And that's how I really kind of explored, um, you know, just very typical, but the culture part of it really came from the B, the B and N's, the lounges yeah. where you get to sit down and talk to people and learn new things. Yeah, no, I mean, I, yeah, I totally agree with that. I mean, that's, that's one of the best things of, you know, working at a brick and mortar is like, no matter what type of day you have outside these walls, when you step in here, you, you, you come into your second home, you, you can leave everything at the door. You can just, you know, nothing really matters for the hour and a half or two hours that you're here because you're here with your, your second family, pretty much just BSing about sports or, you know, whatever is going on at the time, you know, finding new product, talking to the workers, talking to your other, you know, your other cigar people. Absolutely. I know you talked about starting selling with a stand-up humidor in a jewelry store. Did that eventually become a full-blown brick-and-mortar store? No, it it, it hasn't. There's discussions of going that route. We we opted to – what am I trying to say? Um, the, the area we live in is not a major metropolitan area. We're okay. just outside of Sedona 
in northern Arizona. Sure. So our town has like 10,000 residents in it. So it's not a huge community. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't know if it can support a B&M any larger than kind of what we have. We are talking about it and it's always on the, you know, the tip of our tongue. Do we really want to do it? Do we really want to go there? But we are, we're like, you know what, what we know we can do is build this digital community and, and connect people in a different way. And we're certain we can do that. So that's where we started. There are talks of a luxury cigar club lounge coming and we're looking at a couple different cities. Um, but that's, that's not a priority for us. You know, we don't want to lose sight of, of what we do and our core operation, our core and our passion is, is the club, yeah, the membership. Yeah. And it's what's so cool. What I really enjoy is your discord that you have, because it is, you know, we're, we're thrown across the, all the U S you know, and we've, we've got to become pretty good friends with a bunch of the regulars on there. I mean, you you know, every single day you're going to have the same group of people in there. Uh, just talking like you would have at a normal lounge and it's you're you're not really missing anything other than the human contact but everything else is the same you still have people ragging on each other people cracking jokes on each other you know people who are reaching out for help and support and you get every single bit of that you know on the on the virtual wise and it's you know you know we're always on the get a virtual her for whatever going on late at night and you can still see you know, everybody else. And we're always just, you know, smoking and just, you know, supporting everybody else in every endeavor. Well, the, the other thing I like about luxury a lot, all of the things you have in the box that at least I've wanted so far, you've been able to buy on the site. So mm-hmm. you say you just pack in boxes. That's not true. You have an online store that, where you can buy these cigars. So you're an online cigar retailer as well, um, where you have access to... <laughs> Um, I bought a bundle of uh, of the Crook the Crown, the Crown of the Crook, yep. or whatever it is. Stone Throne. Uh, Stone, Stone, yeah. Stone Throne. I bought a ton of stuff that I are sort of impossible to buy locally, mm-hmm. which I love. I mean, that's one of the things I love about, uh, in particular about luxury, is access, all the Vivas, all of that stuff. Yep. Um, that stuff I can't find, and I'm falling in love with uh, a lot of different brands because of that. That's pretty, pretty uh, – it's pretty cool. That's a lot of work for you guys, though. You're, I, I know because I see you guys responding on the Discord that you guys are constantly uh, shipping stuff out because uh, uh, there's a lot of people uh, who are, are taking advantage of that. You had a couple uh, rare Fuente de- drops this week, I know, that uh, probably kept you busy. Well, I, you know, we wanted one of the main core principles that we that we wanted to make sure we had in our club was repeatability. We want stuff that's a little rarer or harder to find and maybe doesn't have a presence in a lot of B&Ms across the country. But we wanted you, if you liked it, you know, you're like, wow, I really like the cigar. Like the Crook of the Crown is a great example because I'm in love with that cigar also. Um, and we wanted to be able to say, hey, you know what? If you're a member and you find something you come across that you really like, come, come back and get it. And as long as we can buy it, we will try to have it available. Now that doesn't mean everything in our box is like that. Like, of course we've sent that Sinistro, uh, Mr. White gold edition pre-release. Of course, that's going to be gone one day. It's never going to come back because yeah. it's a pre-release cigar, but that's one of those like little treats that we want to throw in. Right. But like every other cigar in that block, that box, you know, you had the dissident block, you had the Davidoff Yamasa, the Alcetimo Gilgamesh, the protocols of Robert Peel. All of those are production cigars that you can buy again 
And and part of what we want to do is we want you to take that band into your local BNN and be like, I love this cigar. Can you get it? You know what I mean? Yeah. And and if they can't get it or they won't get it, we got it for you. No problem. We yeah. we want to do that because there's other clubs out there that send only like super rare limited stuff that you can only get once, which is really exciting. I love that idea. And and I, I I'm a member at a couple of them. And but it doesn't the repeatability doesn't exist right. with those things. And and so you get this really amazing experience and it's like, well, I can never climb that mountain again right. and I want to. Yeah, yeah. Well, because of luxury, um, you know, Weston where I work, we are now gonna be start we're gonna start carrying uh the Viva La Vida. We're we we're placing an order this week uh for those. And you know, we've been on a couple um, you know, Herf's with, uh, with Billy and Gus, I mean, two great, great guys. Yeah. Cool, and yes. it's so cool that we're finally, because of, you know, something that we found through your subscription, we're now going to be able to share with, you know, my regulars here be like, dude, I can't wait for you to try this cigar because, you know, they're, they're real strenuous too on who all gets it. They don't want to do online. They want to do just brick and mortar kind of stuff. And it's, I'm so excited to finally bring them into our shop, but it's all because, you know, I found it through, your revenue, your, your avenue. Yeah. Well, I, I love to hear that. And I would love you to make sure that they know that because yeah. uh, it was, it was hard for us to get that into the club. And since you guys are bringing in the Viva La Vida line, you know, we're the only ones that have the Lancero. It's exclusive yeah. to us. Mm-hmm. No one else has it. If you guys want a couple boxes for your shelf, let me know and I'll make sure you get some. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, definitely. I love that. That, that Lancero is so damn good. <laughs> yeah. And I would encourage anybody who has not tried the, uh, Viva La Vida uh-huh. Lancero. Um, it is. It is amazing. Yeah. I, they're, all the Vivas are great. Yeah. So, and I, the Club 500 is spectacular. Yeah. And, and the gesture is great. But in particular, I want to call out that Lancero because uh, it is it is beautiful. <laughs> yeah. I mean, as a big Lancero fan, like it was, I was so cool. I mean, I was so glad to, to see that and get, that my, a, get my hands on, on the, yeah. on one of those. That was a cool special, uh, to have is your, uh, size. That was a cool size to, for you to have. And I, I, we, when you had your cut and light with them, that was the one I, I doubled up on. So. Yeah. I mean, we, we worked hard on that stick with them and AJ worked really hard on that cigar too. And, um, you know, it was, it's, ex- it's an expensive stick, but when you look at the wrapper leaf that they use specifically, mm-hmm to find a, you know, big enough leaves in yeah. in the leaf that they use, it, it, it's hard. And that's why people don't, you know, Lanceros are so expensive because that wrapper leaf has to be so big yeah. and so free from perfection that people don't quite understand that. And I'm a Lancero whore too. You know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. if there's a Lancero, if, if I built this box myself, it would just be a bunch of Lanceros <laughs> because, you know, I, I, I've always said the Lancero is like a magnifying glass yeah. into the blend. Yeah. Right. It it makes a good cigar great. It makes a bad cigar really, really bad. Yeah. Um, I've never had a Lancero where I'm like, oh, that was okay. It's either I love it mm-hmm. or I just hate it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. No, I mean you get so, just so much flavor and everything like that. So if you do an offshoot where you just want to do like just a Lancero box, I, I will sign up for that yesterday. Just, <laughs> just, yep. just, just okay. Like, I'll, 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 
I'll sign. I'll sign you up for fifty of those. Yeah. And, no, uh, that shouldn't be too hard. And, yeah, yeah. Let me know. <laughs> that, that won't be too much I'll work I'll just, to find I'll, those. I'll just make sure Mo doesn't listen to this yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> what was cool was like you have a bunch of people drooling over that uh, Davidoff Culebra uh, uh, that you posted uh, earlier this week, and I know everybody's just been like chomping at the bit trying to see what that is and get what that is, and that's like wow, that's a sexy cigar. Yeah. So that's a that's a Davidoff special C. I think the last release of those they did was in eight years ago or nine years ago or something like that. And th- those are in my personal collection. Every now and then I'll put a picture. I don't. We just don't. I don't just put photos of stuff that we sell up, up on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like we're passionate about the industry. When there's something gorgeous and I happen to get one good shot out of four hundred, <laughs> I'll I'll put it. And that cigar, I, I came across in my humidor. I was like, "Oh my god, this cigar is so beautiful!" Yeah. I have to photograph it, and I t- and yeah, people are like, "Oh, that's coming in the next box." And I'm like, "What? This is like a ninety dollars <laughs> cigar. Of course, it's not coming in the next right. box." You know what I mean? Yeah. But but you can dream. I'll just say, "Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe. I maybe. don't know. Maybe." I might <laughs> but, I might share uh, this with two good friends. If not, I'm just gonna have it all by myself. Right? I might just smoke it all at once, man. I don't know, but wow. <laughs> What a what a gorgeous cigar and the smell, man! I I, I had them vacuum sealed and I opened that bag up and I was just like, I shouldn't open this bag because it smells <laughs> it smells so good. How do I not? We you know a funny story about Davidoff. I'm sorry, I don't mean. No, I, you're I, just, good. I have a point, but we a shipment of our Davidoff, the uh, Nicaraguan actually that came in one of the boxes went to the wrong one of our our Phoenix addresses that we have. So I drove down to my car, loaded my car up with it and brought it back up. And I stopped at a gas station. I got, you know, I went to the restroom. I got a drink and I got back in the car and I'm like, holy shit. It smells like freaking Davidoff in here. Like (laughs) it it was the most amazing smell. Like I have to carry around, you know, a million sticks of Davidoff in my car every single day because (laughs) it smells so good. It was, I was drooling the whole, and I don't smoke in my car, but. I was so tempted to reach back and just light one of those suckers up. I was drooling. So the willpower was really uh, trying for you that that time. It was it was a problem. It was a big problem. Freshener. Yeah, it's just it's a new Walmart scent. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Davidoff cigar. Davidoff Nicaragua. Nicaragua. Oh my god. So what uh what what box uh really stands out that you've that y'all have put together? Which one really stands out above? Like this one was. You know, I'm particular. I know you're particularly proud of of them all, but which one stands out to you? Which do you know which one that one is? The one that I am like, like first of all, I'm in love with all of them, right? So that's like a real like. Which one of your kids yeah, do you like, like the most? Which, which one of your kid do you like the most? Which I have one that I like more than the. No, I'm just kidding. But um, <laughs> the one that stands out to me where I just think we like did 140% on it. And it wasn't maybe like, I didn't realize it until I had to, had it built put together and, and in my hands. But I think it, I don't remember exactly what month, so don't quote me on it, but maybe May of last year, we had a Placentia Almafuerte Generacion V, which is the Salomon they do. There was a Viva La Vida Torpedo, um, Tabernacle, uh, I don't remember the other stakes off the top of my head, but the, it just really, I was like, wow, this is a good box. Yeah. This is, this box just stood out. But then like I say that, and now I'm thinking like, oh, you know what? Actually June's box with that El Satimo Gilgamesh and the Davidoff Yamasa was a really good box. It was. Um, 
now I'm like, well, there's a lot of really good boxes out there. So I, I, I don't know if I had to like pick one, that's probably the one I would pick, but that's a strong you're box. asking a lot from me. Yeah. There's well, a lot of really good cigars in yeah. the one, the first one you described, but the June box was really, really strong as well. Yeah. I, I, I think I still have, so the very first box that I got, I don't remember what month it was. It was late last year, but I, I have one save that I haven't smoked yet because I don't think I want to smoke it just because the, the band is so sexy, but it's the, uh, the in Bombay. I've never had them before. Oh, and the like, Lagaya. Yeah. So I have that still saved because I'll, I'll smoke it eventually, but like that was the first, that was like the one that really stood out to me in the first box I got. And I, I, I just, I can't bring myself to smoke it yet just because the band is just too sexy. I don't even want to add it to my collection in my, in my dossier because I still want it in cigar form. This is me sitting over here. You're just judging, judging me. So I'm bad. judging you so bad. Um, of course now li- listen, I'll, I'll tell you, you have to smoke it. All right. Well, maybe I'll go, I'll smoke it for my birthday. How about that? I'll, I'll tell you I'll what, I'll do that. Why don't you give it to me and I'll smoke it. <laughs> And then I'll give and you, you just the, band. the band. Yeah. Right. Cause it's Somebody's sexy. Gonna... I don't want you, I want you to have the sexy, <laughs> but I feel like I should smoke the cigar. Somebody, yeah. Somebody's getting screwed on that one. Yeah. Well, you like that sort of thing. <laughs> um, so one of the questions we tend to, we ask a uh, guest because it gets it, you know, cigar smoking is very important to, to us who, who really enjoy the, the hobby um, is what's the most meaningful cigar you've ever smoked. It could be, the situation, it could be the cigar, it can be the, you know, the moment, what's the most meaningful, um, cigar you've ever smoked or that been in the situation. So I tend to connect. That's actually a great question. I appreciate it a lot. Um, I tend to connect the cigar with the experience that I'm having with it. You know what I mean? Like that's, and, and not to sound cliche at all, but, um, ben and David and I smoked Viva La Vida Lanceros, pre, pre-release Lanceros, unbanded, mm-hmm. with Billy and Gus at Cigar Inn in New York City, which is used to be Billy and the shop that they own, um, one night. And that was like, for me, that moment was like, holy shit, we really have something here. You know what I mean? Like it was this is, this is a real living thing that we've created and we're, we're representing it in the best way we possibly can. And the cigar is only going to further that for us. And like these guys who have this huge company, AJ Fernandez rolls a cigar, chose us to make this Lancero, which is probably one of their most requested Vitola to have made mm-hmm. ever. And it's ours. It's yeah. all ours, and these guys have been so amazing about making sure that they protect that for us. Even though they could probably go print a million dollars with it tomorrow, <laughs> right. you know what I mean? They, they they let us have it, and when I when I sat down and I had that cigar at the end of a long night, cigar in was packed. They had a DJ there, they had a rapper there, they had, I mean, standing room only, and I was like, this is it, you know what I mean? Like I continually chase that moment again. You know, when, when I light that cigar, I'm just chasing it every single time. Like I want this feeling, I want this moment again, but that's the amazing thing about cigars. It's not just the cigar, but it's the experiences that you create when you're having them, you know, when you're smoking them, when you're with your friends or your family or whatever. That's exactly right. That's a, that's a pretty badass moment. That's a, that's a, (laughs) I mean, that's a, that's a great one. 
I mean, that, it would be it would be hard to not feel the pride in that moment and feel the accomplishment and to know what was on you were on the verge of. I I I I, uh, I think that's a great one. Yeah, that's gonna be hard. hard There's also a whole a, a whole lot of what the hell is happening right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just like what the hell did we get ourselves into? You know, you you leave your body. You're looking down at yourself like, wow. Yeah, <laughs> a, a wonder. I, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Well, do we want to cover a little bit about the scars? Yeah. So, so why don't you talk about what you're, uh, what you're smoking over there, uh, break it down a little bit for us or what, what you're feeling. Yeah. Yeah. No. So this is a great cigar. Like I told you, I've, I probably smoked it 40 times in different Vitolas. It's a small batch cigar. So he only has a one blend. The, the gold edition, um, is what it is. Um, J London cigars. This guy is, has been at the back in us for a long time. And he opened a small retail shop inside of a luxury cigar club rental place in Ohio. And that's how I really got his start. And he too, he loved the retail side of it, but he really wanted to go like a lot of guys do into their own production. And I love that. Not a lot of guys do it right though. You know what I mean? He, Jonathan is his name that owns his company. And he went in and he's like, I, I don't care what it costs. Let me tell you what I want. And then we'll figure out at the end what the price is. And, and he came out with an amazing cigar. He makes 750 boxes a year of each Vitola of this one blend. And that's it. All the boxes are numbered. Everything's limited availability. And it's, it's just a diamond in the rough. And my, I actually found this cigar from Billy and Gus. They're like, guys, I don't know who it is or where it is. Someone just handed us, handed this in a brick and mortar, but you got to try it. And First of all, when Billy and Gus tell you you got to try a cigar, you sit down, you <laughs> shut up, and you listen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I lit it, and I was like, "What the hell? What is this?" And so I called the guys, like, "Hey, send me some samples." And he sent me like four boxes of samples. I'm like, "Yeah, buddy, this is the way we do it." And I, 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 I smoked all of it, and it's just been like amazing. You know, it's, it's like I said, it's a aged Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper and binder. And the age on it, I don't know off the top of my head. I, I would say it's five to seven years based on the, the feel, the look, the experience that I have on it. Uh, it's creamy. It's velvety. It's, it's, it's got a floral note to it in the second third and the last third. Um, hints of wheat. And then you get that like sweet vanilla flavor that, that Atabay delivers. And, and if I was going to compare it to something, I actually would compare it to an Atabay. Um, but it's got a little more of that maybe um, opus spice to it. You know what I mean? It, it's a really well done cigar. The, the filler on it's undisclosed, so I have no idea what's in the filler. But it's a it's creamy Connecticut, smooth, sweet with with a little bit of a full body kick to it, which is just it's a wonderful, wonderful um, piece. Nice, nice. Yeah, so we're having the uh, the Liga um, the Liga L forty uh, seven by forty on the size. It's a Connecticut River Valley stock cut, uh, sun grown Habano, Brazilian Montefina binder, and then a Honduran and Nicaraguan filler. Um, anytime that the Brazilian Montefina is used, I always go back and forth between. I don't know if I like San Andreas or Bra- Brazilian uh, more. I I. I I constantly go back, but this one, I, I love the flavor that's coming off this. It's got that earthiness. It's got a, just a little bit of that stank that I really like. Um, it's got just a, a 
tinge of cocoa, but you know, having this as a Lancero too, you just get so much flavor coming off this wrapper. I mean, it's with Lanceros, you kind of have to get used to it because it does have a, a slightly tighter draw than what a lot of people enjoy. Um, because it, I mean, it is, it's like a straw, but I mean, I'll take the flavor of, of a Lancero any day. I, I, I really, really enjoy it. And especially with the, I mean, Liga Bravada already is a, it's a really good cigar and then throwing this in a, yeah. in the smaller size. Yeah. Seven by 40. That's, that's technically a Lonsdale, right? But I think they call it a Lancero. Yeah, they call it a Lancero. It's yeah. a very uh, thick Lancero. So yeah. we'll call this a big bone Lancero. <laughs> it's, it's, right? it's, it's hefty. Oh. It's hefty. And it burns a lot better because of that. Yeah. Because one of the things with the true Lancero is you got to be really careful on how uh-huh. you smoke it. Uh, one of the, I also enjoy Lanceros, but I always say you better smoke Lancero at a time you have, you got to pay attention to it, yeah. right? You got you got to babysit it. It's like a 100%. it's like a supercar or a really mm-hmm. uh, just attention hungry girlfriend. Yeah, you I know put, what I mean. I put this cigar down and not paid attention to it. Oh, yeah. We've been talking. I've been enjoying the conversation, and this thing has stayed lit, which most Lanceros won't. Mm-hmm. And uh, you need to. Um, and this is, I agree. This is this is uh, a little little thicker. Uh, it's a little more, uh, yeah, because normally you get with a Lancero, you have like a 36 or a 38, you know, yep. with this being a 40. So this is more of like an Aaron Lancero. A, a little, a little girthier. A little girthier. A little, well, it's thick. It's thick. <laughs> right. Some, some cushion. Some cushion yeah. there. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. It's nice. Uh, I'm getting a lot of cocoa out of this. Um, and mm-hmm. a lot of, uh, definitely getting some earthiness and, and some of that, but, uh, a lot of cocoa. Um, I enjoy this, uh, I'm, I enjoy the Liga. I'm more of a Tatuai guy. I think we mm-hmm. all know that. Yeah. But um, uh, this has been an enjoyable smoke. You don't get as much of the wrapper out of this individual cigar as you do a true Lancero. Mm-hmm. So it, <clears throat> it's a little subtler than a lot of the Lanceros where you're just getting a lot of wrapper, yeah. which is what I enjoy about Lancero. And, and also, I'm fine with that because it does have that Brazilian Montefina uh, binder on it. Yeah. I mean, I'm totally fine with, yep. you know, not the rapper being the, the, you know, taking all the spotlight, getting some of that good Brazilian. But what I love in a, a Lancero, true Lancero, mm-hmm. is the rapper is front and center and it's going to kick you in the nuts yeah. repeatedly. Yeah. I like that. Well, it's like the, like the My Father, the La Promesa, the Lancero. I mean, that one is a lot better than the, the, the Toro or the Robusto. That yeah. One. Oh, a lot of blends. The mm-hmm. Lancero is is uh is the best. Well, it's like it's like what Chris was or saying. You know, with with the Lancero, whatever. it's feast or famine. It's yeah. it's on one side of the spectrum or the other. There is. I mean, there's been a few Lanceros. I'm like, yeah, I'm just not. I'm not feeling it. But then there's some like, holy shit, I'm only going to buy this this brand or this kind of cigar in Lancero from now on. Yeah, I definitely like the smaller. Well, I, and. Aaron, I don't, I don't want to ruin your Lagaya for you and make you smoke it, but you know that's Brazilian Matafina wrap, right? Oh, on the the in Bombay, the in Bombay Lagaya. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, I, I will enjoy I, smoking. I, I'm going to okay, fine. You know what? Because my because I have been told like I have a big collection, and I am I'm I'm a I'm not a hoarder until when it comes to cigars, um, because it is one of those things like it's too. I don't know. I, I it's a it's a problem i have like i'll just keep buying and buying and buying and buying and not smoking but okay i'll smoke that one on my birthday as a i'll tell you what i'll tell you what since your birthday's coming up since your birthday's coming up i'll send you another couple 
so you don't feel bad about smoking <laughs> it and your and your your hoarder mentality yeah. can, can can be can be appeased as well. I think that. all Thanks. you need to do is send him the wrappers. Yeah, or yeah. The, the, <laughs> you send the, the bands. He is he loves the stickers and the bands. I do, I do. I'm I'm a you know, it looks pretty. Just, yeah, it does. just like me. So uh, one of the things, that, one of the, the last questions that we tend to ask uh, guests is what kind of cigars in particular are do you enjoy smoking? I know you said you smoke a broad range, but I also know that you have a lot of personal, you have several personal favorites because we've talked about them. What kind of things, feel free to drop anything on the floor I you know, want to. I drop my lighter again. Wow. <laughs> pay pay eight thousand dollars for the lighter uh, and then drop it and just well if any, if anything that's just uh shows you how well made it is because yeah. I've that's not. why he paid eight thousand dollars for the <laughs> lighter right there yeah there because he knew he was gonna drop it <laughs> yes yeah so I that's hey I'm I'm you know it's lifetime warranty <laughs> it is so one of the things we tend we ask us is what kind of scars do you like I know you have several favorites or types that you go to. And and you have some preferences. I know you you like opuses because we've I've, uh, and you have uh, several preferences. But what kind of cigars do you tend to gravitate towards? What do you mean kind? Like you want to know the Vitola? You want to know the wrapper? Yeah, like, like, uh, like certain brands or or like I know you you like the sharks, correct? Yeah. So I I'm a I'm a I've been an opus whore for a really long time. Um, I actually don't tend to enjoy a lot of the core Fuente line. Like I actually really like the curly heads, mm-hmm. which is like, you know, $2, $3 cigar, depending on where you are. And yeah. it's all factory seconds. And I like those because sometimes you light one and you, you're smoking an Opus because uh, you, you guys know the story with the curly heads. It's just all the trimmings, right? Yeah. It's just trimmings. So if they were rolling Opus that day, you're yeah. getting Opus trimming. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just like, hell yeah, I got a $3 Opus right here. <laughs> um, I, I like, you know, the Hemingway series, of course, sure. the short story, the work of art, the between the lines. Um, but I'm really, I really, I, my, my absolute favorite, as you said, is the, the eye of the shark. Yeah. Um, and it's probably the cigar that made me fall in love with cigars. And I think that's why I have that. Maybe it's an emotional attachment more than it is like an actual flavor attachment. But every time you light that cigar, it burns like shit. It's hard to light. You always tear wrapper off when you tear the band off. You know what I mean? But yeah. It's, yeah. it's it delivers that experience every time, though, right? So there, if we come back to that consistency piece, and and I love that cigar, man. I mean, we get allotments. I buy them all. And I would never do that to you guys, to the club members for any other cigar. But for that one, I just can't not have it. You know what I mean? I can't, I, I buy it and I have to, I bought a bunch last time I was at, um, Lord Puffer in California. You know, I bought, I bought a lot there and I keep them stacked. I probably have 10 or 12 boxes sealed sitting in humidors. I've got some aging, you know, I just, I love that cigar. I really, I really liked the uh, Fuente purple rain out of their heaven and earth series. Um, Fuente Angel Share is another just fantastic cigar. Um, but then I really, you know, Atabay is up there in my, in my top five, probably like if I had to pick five cigars to a desert island, Atabay would be there. Um, but then I have these other weird, weird cigars that I'm in love with, like the Gran Habano Persian King Tiger. It's a six by 60 unbanded. It's a natural wrapper with a Maduro foot on it. Um, closed foot 
And that thing is like $7 retail, mm-hmm. $7.50 maybe retail. Mm-hmm. And it's just so good, man. It's such a good cigar. So like the cigars that I light when I'm like not doing work, when I'm just going to enjoy myself, fall in, in those categories somewhere. You know, I really like the tabernacle, um, broadleaf stick. Um, there's a lot out there. There's, it is the golden age of cigars and it is the golden age of boutique cigars. Um, I, I am a, I agree with you about Fuente except for I have a different top-end cigar. I like the Añejos, and I have a humidor full of Añejos. I'm like you. There was a local B&M that would put, every Christmas would have the boxes, and I would just walk in when I knew he got them, and I'd say, I'll take all your boxes because I love the Añejos. And doesn't like sharing with others. You had – I gave you one. <laughs> It's like sharing your wife or your girlfriend, man. <laughs> exactly. I mean, some people are into that. So. Right. Not me. Um, Not so, Mark. Yeah. Mark isn't. <laughs> Let's be clear. First of all, I've shared some of my like fifteen-year-old Inyeos with you. Yeah, I know, and I'm, I'm <laughs> right. and I'm gracious, and right. we're not and we're not into kink shaming on the show. So right, it's fine. exactly. <laughs> I've not shared my wife with you because she's not into that. That would that that would be weird. Yeah, but um, but I so I understand that I I have just a ton of Inyeos, but the Hemingways in particular is one of those, especially that short story. Yeah, it's just. It's just, for the size, it's just ridiculously good. And I think my favorite Fuente is the uh, the eight five eight Maduro. I mean, that's a Maduro that I'll smoke that's a all great the time. Cigar. Yeah, I love that cigar right there. But and I always say now we don't have to agree on what cigars are great now. Mm-hmm. But there's so many cool mm-hmm. cigars now that if you're not finding something you like, then shame. Just try some more. There's yeah. just such so many cool different smokes. It's just crazy. And there is, there is zero expectation for you to even appreciate the cigar that I love. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's one thing that's amazing. And we're so blessed to be in the industry we are yeah. because if you don't like it, there's a million other options for you. Yeah. Go find the one you like, but I love it. And that's all that matters. I'm not lighting my cigar. So you love it. I'm lighting my cigar. So I love it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. There was somebody asking my opinion. Cause obviously we have a podcast on mm-hmm. there. And they were asking me, do you like, he had a cigar that he really liked and it had to be something. It might've been the Oliva V Milano, um, <laughs> mm-hmm. which I don't like at all. Mark hates. I hate. And so he, he asked that and it was after we smoked it on the podcast and I said, I didn't like it. And so he asked, why don't you like it? And he was bothered by that. And I said, it, after about five minutes of back and forth, I said, why do you care if I like this cigar or not? I know I have a podcast and let's assume that I'm the single most knowledgeable person about cigars in the world, which for the record, I am not. But why would you care? If yeah. you really like it, why Why do you care? It's like music or books or movies. Did you enjoy the experience? Awesome. Yeah. I'm so happy for you that you enjoyed that cigar. I'm kind of happy that you enjoyed a cigar that I didn't like because now the cigar that I do like is more likely to be on the shelf. But- <laughs> but, and I say this about this cause I like country music and people always go, well, hey. I don't care if you, you know, whatever country music doesn't, whatever. And I always go Mu- music, Mark likes music. Mark doesn't like, I don't care. Yeah. Like you're overthinking this. Quit, quit worrying about what other people think. Yeah. Well, it's like when people always ask me, like, 
first times I come in here and want to get a cigar, like, well, what do you like? Well, that, I mean, that's moot. It doesn't matter, but I, but it's my job to like inform you and educate you on certain things. Like if I know that you don't like spice and you don't like heat, I'm not going to give you like the KNF Lancero because sure. that is exactly what that is. It's, it's sure. heat and spice all the way around. I love it. You probably won't like that as your first one, but you know, here's this nice, well, yeah. uh, like nice, uh, like Connecticut that I don't personally like, but it's still good. Yeah. But that's your job as a tobacconist, right? Mm-hmm. To understand yeah. the experience that each cigar delivers or should it deliver. Mm-hmm. And, and when I was selling cigars retail, it was always like, Oh, what's a great cigar? Well, you know what? Tell me what you like, right? Uh, have you ever smoked a cigar before? No. Okay. Well, what kind of food do you like? Why do you like that food? Yep. Okay. What kind of whiskey do you like? Why do you like that? What kind of wine? Whatever it is. Tell me what you like and I will find something that should hit that palate. Yeah. And then I will say, now this is a little bit different. Here's this cigar. Smoke that. But then try this because it has some of those same mm-hmm. nuances, but it's got this also. Maybe you haven't experienced that yet. And, and, and you know, I love your show. There's there's so many good cigar podcasts and YouTube channels. There's all that good stuff out there. But there's a lot of people that say, oh, this person said it wasn't good. I challenge everybody to go buy something that someone else doesn't say is good and form your own opinion because oh, 100%. you have no idea what you're going to like yeah. until you light it and smoke it. And that's one of the really big benefits of, of the cigars that come in our club is you have it. You might as well try it, and you have no idea if you're going to like it or not. And if you don't like it, that's really valuable information. You got a cigar at a discount. You know to stay away from it at the mm-hmm. shelf. That's 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 gold, right? Yep, I could not agree more. I, I think one and there's a lot of different types of cigars you get. That's that's great information. And even though there's some 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 slots of types of cigars that I'm not particularly fond of, there are cigars within that slot that I like a lot. Yeah. And yep. like you talked about, you know, I'm not a particular fan of Habano wrappers, but there are cigars within that area that I like a lot. Even, um, you know, so it's, it's worth a try and, and to explore out. Plus you learn there are parts of those, those areas. I like this part of that area, but I don't like this part of that area. And it informs you elsewhere. Um, but I, people get way involved. I also think there are some critics who like criticizing cigars. I don't like being overly critical of cigars. Yeah. I mean, I, I can, like talking I can find about, something good in every cigar yeah, that I've had. I like talking about my experience. I think some people feel like if you're, if you're critical, you're more of a, a reviewer. Yeah. I like talking about what I experienced and letting people know what I experienced and people who have similar palates to me can then use that to base their opinions. Mm-hmm. But, um, I, I'm always fascinated when people like, uh, expect my palate to line up a hundred percent with theirs. And like there are people who have similar palates to me and we disagree vehemently uh-huh. about cigars that are in or out of that. Palate. Well, it's like you and I, I mean, we have, we share kind of the same palate, but there's like, I, I like the, the Milano a lot and you, you don't, you know, right. and it's just, there's certain ones like, I mean, I'm not a Connecticut fan, but I like the Perdomo small batch. That's really one of the only Connecticut's that I'll, you know, really go out of my way to smoke and purchase and, and keep stuff in my humidor at home. Yep. Yeah. No, people get all weirded out about, am I smoking the, the, 
the coolest cigar. I mean, that's why I like, you know, I, I like it when somebody comes in that doesn't know much about, because it, I mean, it, it, it challenges me to make sure I'm still doing my job properly because, you know, it, it, you can attest to it too, Chris. It's like, you know, you want your first experience to be really good because you don't want to start them off on a bad experience because then it does, it kind of shapes the way they look at cigars from here on out. If, you know, if I recommend something that I really, really like that I, it's going to be a pepper bomb to somebody who's never smoked it, they're more than likely not really going to enjoy it. And then it kind of turns them off to the whole culture and the whole community and everything just because, you know, it just, it sets them on fire and they're just not, they're not, you know, in tune with, with what their palate is. I'm fascinated by the food stuff because that's a, an interesting angle to talk about with new cigar smokers. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. I always ask like, are you going to be drinking this with something? Are you a coffee drinker? Do you like tea? I mean, it just, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it all, it all kind of basically give me more information and I can help you, you know, pick something out. So where is, um, where is luxury cigar? I know you guys have got a cool box coming for July and we're all fired up about that. But what, what cool things are on the horizon for you guys going forward? Well, we're not a big spoiler group. You know, we don't we don't like to talk a lot about what's going on. But a couple of things that I can talk about. Um, we're working on a coffee-specific sampler right now. One of my favorite pairings of all time is coffee and cigars. Cool. And um, we are working with a company called Oak and Bond Coffee. Okay. And we this will be this will be the first time we talk about this publicly also. So oh, exclusive for you exclusive guys. Exclusive news. Um, we are working on um, a bourbon barrel aged coffee that is aged in a 13 year Elijah Craig barrel. Um, and I'm working on a sampler of cigars that are paired by me specifically for that that specific coffee. And we'll be offering that for sale as a package where you get the coffee, you get the cigars. You're going to get really detailed tasting notes and pairing notes from me on it. Awesome. Um, and that's that's something that I'm really excited about because, like I said, coffee and cigars is like, you know, a, a match made in heaven. And then you throw bourbon in there, too. And, and you just have, like, the trifecta all in one little box. And we're really excited for that. Um, another thing is, is because of the limited availability of what our club provides, every single one of our membership tiers is a limited, limited tier. Mm-hmm. And our platinum tier is about to close. Wow. We are almost at capacity in our platinum membership. Um, and we will be opening a new tier um, very soon. Uh, so we will still have a, a, you know, a product to sell but it will be different from platinum. Um, our platinum group is our core group of guys. So it will always be kind of the best um, guys and gals, I should say, but it's, uh, it's coming real soon. There should be a lot of, a lot of noise about it real soon. Awesome. Go, go over your tiers. So people know what exactly you do offer to everybody. So we have the, we have three tiers right now. We have gold, platinum and diamond. The gold is three cigars a month. Um, platinum is five cigars a month and diamond is a varying number of cigars a month. Um, depending on, you know, what we put in there. Um, you know, sometimes we put like at one point we had a Saka unicorn in that box. So you didn't get 10 cigars. You got the unicorn and maybe one other cigar to go with it. Um, that diamond membership has been sold out for months. 
there's a wait list for it, which you can sign up for if you'd like, but I don't think we've had anyone leave it since we filled it just to be a hundred percent true. The gold, the gold membership is thirty nine ninety five a month plus shipping. Um, and it's three cigars and it's basically three cigars that come out of the platinum lineup. Um, so the platinum and the gold share the same family of cigars. Um, the platinum box, you just get two more cigars for your money. And that box is $50 and 95 cents a month plus shipping. And then the diamond tier, if you want to go under the wait list for it is $150 a month plus shipping. Um, we ship internationally. So you can get your cigars in Canada or, or Europe or Australia if you want to. Um, but we really feel that the platinum membership is, is the best bang for your buck. Amen. And I think all you guys are platinum members. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I, I asked Ben the other night when you, whenever you two did your Instagram live, I was like, "How long is the wait list for the diamonds?" By the way, and uh, yeah, and, and that's when he told me, "Like, yeah, it's closed for a while." I'm like, "Ah, okay." I mean, you you can put your name on there, but it's just one of those things that we can't, you know. And we, uh, most of the diamond guys don't post on Instagram, and we really don't post it either because we don't really want to advertise something that you can't buy yeah. too much. Smart. You know what I mean? But like, we've sent. Cohiba Spectres. We've we sent a dot last month. We sent a Davidoff White, Davidoff White label from 2012. Wow. Um, wow. Which actually came out of our private, my private collection. Some of the cigars that come in that the box come out of our private collection. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we've sent Opus and uh, Davidoff Royal Release. I'm just all kinds of crazy stuff in there. And sometimes. You just, you know, we guarantee everything in that box to be aged, limited, or rare. You know, yeah. and uh, it's up to us. We pick, we pick it, we ship it. Wow, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm extremely happy with the, uh, with the the platinum that I've been on because I, like I said, I've been on for, I guess, eight months. I guess now September. I guess well, hell, almost, almost a year. Almost so, a year. Yeah, eight, eight. Yeah, the months. platinum is awesome. I'm oh, yeah, super happy yeah. with. The I mean, platinum. and it is. It's so cool because you know. I've been a cigar smoker for going almost 20 years and then working in a, in a lounge and then being a cigar guy. And there's still always at least one that I've never seen or heard of, or definitely smoked before. So that's, uh, that's still, it, it's still so super exciting to, to even as somebody who's been around and even you, Mark, who's yeah. been a cigar smoker for decades and not, <laughs> not I'm not calling you old or anything. No. Um, <laughs> I didn't take it that way. That's wisdom. He's, yeah. he's referencing <laughs> referencing the wisdom. Sure. <laughs> yeah, but it's it is. It's so cool to see something, and that's why we decided. You know, we we that's why we wanted to do the the review, just because you know, like the shows, like what you're on now, our normal weekly show. You know, we it's more or less we wanted just that that uh, cigar lounge vibe, that culture, just talking and bullshitting but people wanted to hear us just kind of geek out on cigars. And I was like, well, hell, I mean, this is the best way to do it. Let's do something that we've never had before. And we're going in totally blind. So every, I think we've done five or six now, six months worth of uh, of shows for those. And it is, I mean, those are like literally first time we have ever had that cigar. Um, And it is, you get the truest form of, of, uh, you know, of our reveal on it. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I think you're trying to test me with my t- flavor profile because I've never tested it uh, <laughs> at a time. But um, I take it back. The only one that we've had before was the Viva, but Josh had never had the Viva. Yeah. So, but yeah. I was excited about that one. That was a new size for us. So, yeah. um, uh, Vitola for us, and that, that was 
I kicked our ass. Oh Boy, man, yeah. you were on the floor. I thought you were going to cry. Yeah, when we when we got done smoking the Viva for the for that review show, like it was good. But then, like when I when we hung up the microphones and everything, we were all three of us were like, "Holy shit, that thing is like, it is floored us. It is like so good." And we're just you get that nice head buzz and that feel afterwards. And I was like, "Ah, oh, I wish we had more of these." I tell you what, that coffee thing sounds cool. I'm not a yeah. big coffee guy, I but say, that sounds. Awesome. I, like, I, like that'll be so you, that'll be available through the site. Um, and you it'll be available through the site. Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna, um, so we have uh, a full barrel being aged for us right now, um, of this coffee. And, and it's, it's bizarre how well you get that bourbon flavor into this coffee. Awesome. I'm, I'm blown away by how they do it still, but, um, it's probably good enough for about 190 bags of coffee. Um, and once it's gone, it's gone. And we're only building samplers for about half of it. And we'll make those samplers available to members only first. Okay. Um, it's just not, you know, we, what we want to take care of our members, like I said, that was our passion. Yep. So I doubt if you're not a member, you'll have access to that. Maybe you will. I don't know. But we're doing some really cool stuff. We actually are getting the barrel as well. We're going to cut the barrel down. And those samplers are going to have a piece of that Elijah Craig barrel with it so it's it's a really you know it's a really cool you're gonna have the coffee that was aged in the barrel you're gonna have cigars that are paired specifically for that that batch of coffee you're gonna have a piece of the barrel and it's all you know it's all done out of passion and it's because i wanted to i wanted this for myself so let's let's give it to everybody that we can anyway that's it that's so cool well i can go i can already say go ahead and Put two on the list because I yes. know we'll, we'll be signing up for that. Mo will want one, I think, as well. I'm about to say she'll enjoy the coffee. Hell, she might enjoy the cigars too. But so yes. my, my, I'll probably yes. order more than one. Aaron's wife is a uh, huge coffee fan. Yeah, yeah, I am not. Good. This this is a unique experience. Ah, uh, coffee is the the best pairing for cigars, man. I just you can't do better. I, I'm just in I, my opinion. I. I I'm a tea guy. I like tea. I grew up on tea. I grew up, you know, in a very Irish household. So tea is, there you is, go. is what I've had. Um, I, I, I embarrass Mark with the way I order coffee. If we're together, not as much as uh, you embarrass. Um, oh. oh yeah. Well, I'm embarrassed. Yeah, I mean, I'm an, I'm an embarrassing he, guy. He drinks coffee like a 17 year old white girl. Um, it's more milkshake than, than coffee. <laughs> he was excited because Sorry. Starbucks still had the chocolate chip mint. Yep. The other day, so it's like not even coffee in it, right? It's like yeah. I just get a, a cup of syrup and then like half a shot, some whipped yes. cream. Yeah, no, that's exactly right. <laughs> Dri- drizzle some chocolate on it, and I'm. Can you all- put some unicorn dust on top? <laughs> I'm all good about that. So our homework this week, we kind of went back to our roots. I guess is a good way to say it. Our uh, our uh, our comfort zone. Yeah, our comfort zone. Yeah, not not so much our roots. Um, so I gave you Deftones, White Pony. You gave me Cadillac 3, Cadillac 3. Yeah. Um, why don't you go ahead and start us off on... Okay. So the Deftones is, and you described them as like Lincoln Park. Well, they're... Sort of in the area. Yeah, they're in that new metal. And, and I'm going to let you in on a little secret, which you should know now because I emailed it to you, is I do the first thing I do when you uh-huh. give me an artist that I'm not familiar with, and I'm not familiar with the Deftones... Although off this album, I did recognize a couple of the tunes. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, I do the music DNA thing to see yeah. what artists are near it, and I was fascinated with the corn and the corn before <laughs> they sold out uh, reference. 
to see uh, what was near. And it, yeah. obviously Rage was there and yeah. a bunch of things um, that I'm familiar with. I'm not super familiar with the Deftones. Um, and I guess this is us. This is their first album. No, this is their third. Third, third album. Yeah. But this was their big this album. Is, this was like their real, kind of their breakout. This is where they found their sound. And ironically, because I did a lot of research on them, there were very few albums, uh, songs on this album that were described as deftone-sounding songs. Although the song I picked is described as a (laughs) deftone-sounding song, um, because I was fascinated. Um, I enjoyed this album. It has a problem. Screaming? Screaming. Okay. Uh, But it's minimal. It's minimal. Chino has a very... Yeah. It's a very unique... So when you described him as Lincoln Park, which I love, um, Chester Benefield is one of my favorite artists of all time. He Mm -hmm. has a, what I consider a a top class, like a grade A voice. So um, as I do, you remind me of somebody and then I I listen to your album and then I go listen to them. And so I laid the Deftones down next to Lincoln Park this week. Uh Um, That's not fair. (laughs) Because Chester is amazing. His voice is um, spectacular. The writing is spectacular. I enjoyed this album a lot. Um, there's some really cool songs on here, um, and there were several songs that I could have selected. I I, I selected Street Carp um, okay. because um, I liked the vocals on it. The whole um, zip code reference, oh well, you know, eight fours, uh, you know, th- that was it was clever writing. Um, I like the guitar play. I thought it was tight. Um, when he whispers, um, the part that got me and the reason I went back and listened to Lincoln Park is because I do like when you go quiet to loud mm-hmm. in songs. Um, when he whispered, he didn't go loud later. Yeah, He had quiet songs and then he had loud songs, which is kind of weird. Um, but I enjoyed it. I thought the writing was clever at times. I thought in particular on Street Carp, it was um, it was very clever. Like the the turn of phrase was great, and it was the lyrics were catchy. Um, the song means nothing because I was thinking, well, this is a, this is like this deep reference about drug usage, and I'm yeah. like, and then I I think it means nothing. Yeah, just a <laughs> that's just, fine. Just, no judgment. <laughs> I gave you an album that was about sitting on a on a tailgate, so I'm not judging. Um, I was just, I was surprised and, and, uh, there were, there were three or four songs I could have chosen from on this. I think there's a song passenger, Mm -hmm. um, that I really enjoyed. Um, they're very good. Um, and I listened to a couple other albums to get the deftone sound because I pulled up this album because I wanted to really understand what street park meant. And, and then I saw that most of this, the first thing it said is, this is, while a very important album in their history, this has only one song that is what is considered a Deftone-sounding song. And it would be a, a House of Flies. That's their biggest one. That's They actually that's said Street Carp on Wikipedia. Well, so, I mean, so House, House, of, House Flies, of Flies is their, was their big song off this one. Yeah, yep. House um, and of Flies was. Prob- and honestly, that's probably my least favorite song on that album. I agree. They had two songs on Apple Music that were identified as famous songs. It was house of flies. And I think the one right before that, and it was, um, and I enjoyed both of them, but the street carp was the one that stood out for me. I thought the writing was better. I thought the, I thought the, um, the, the, the back was better. So I enjoyed this album. Um, it, 
I was reminded how much I enjoyed Lincoln Park. <laughs> <laughs> tough, tough comparison. Yeah. That's like saying, you say, well, you're a rock band. And they say, yeah, I listened to Led Zeppelin next to you. And yeah. you came up, you came up wanting. Yeah. Was, I, I, I like digital bath is my, okay. Is my favorite on that. I think it's like number three or number four. Yeah. No, that's a good song. Um, it just, that, that's that sound. When I think of Deftones, is that, is this, sound. is this your band in that, uh, that arena? Um, this was, I mean, so this came out in 2000. Um, you know, I was in high school at the time yeah, and it just seemed to be like, it hit that, you. that was the, that was the album that played a lot in the locker room, uh, right. during football practice, you know, something you get hyped sure. up on. And it just was, it was just that era, um, of, you know, teenage angst, but it, you know, it, it wasn't angsty. No, it wasn't angst, but it was just that it, had, uh, it, had, it was high energy. For it, sure. it was just that, that sound because, yeah. you know, corn was kind of coming they were just hitting their peak. Yeah. Whereas, and there, and corn was definitely bigger. Lincoln park was definitely bigger. Deftones was yeah. big in their own way. Yeah. Um, but you know, the white, white pony was yeah. the, I mean, they, they have numerous other albums after this too. Yes. Um, white, yeah, no, I white to pony just happens to be the one that really kind of, yeah, it set their tone a little bit, sure. and you know that that's why I picked it just because the the day we recorded that episode was the 20th anniversary. No, it was cool. That's where I was sitting there was like, holy shit, I'm getting old. <laughs> so they they popped up on the DNA chart, and I knew almost every other name uh-huh. on there. There was Rage Against the Machine. There was you know Lincoln Park. There was both yeah. Corns, yeah, pre and post sellout. I, I, I love how it has like pre and post. That's... <laughs> and, and and there was there was tons of bands on there, and I knew every single other one of them. Except for this one. So, so, so it was there's cool. One, one, you, I, you sent me that email. And so there was one band on there that wasn't near the center, but it's actually on my list to give you. I'm okay. not going to give it to you this week. Okay. Um, but it was cool to see that one band who. I love that, that site. I'll and have to check that out. It doesn't more. actually work well for country music because you type in whoever it is and you're always next to Luke Bryan and Garth Brooks, <laughs> no matter who you are. And you just go. Not everybody is equivalent to Garth Brooks. Yeah. Well, speaking of country, yes, you gave me I, Cadillac Three. It's not. It's not. It's not country. It's not country it's, at all. It's eh, well, it is, but it isn't. It. This is an album. It's Southern rock. Uh, yes. Um, this is as far away from an album that represents me as it could be. Yep. This is. Pickup truck in the woods, tailgate down, mudding, um, whiskey jar or wh- whiskey bottle in hand, cigarette in mouth, kind of you know just having fun. It's a fun album. It definitely is. Yes. It is like I listened to it a couple times. Um, you know, I was at work listening. You know, I'm busy doing stuff, and then I'm sitting at home smoking. I'm sitting there, and I, then I look down, and I see my foot moving. I'm like, yeah. shit. Yes. <laughs> so this isn't Leonard Skinner deep. This is no, just it, it's, guitar picking. It, just it, it's guitar, the steel, the steel lap, and drums. Um, it it still amazes me that like wow, this is only a three piece band. Yeah, that's that's yeah. really really cool. Uh, the musicianship of it was wow, really good. Uh, lyric wise, nothing deep. No, it's. It's a, it, this is, <laughs> no, this is an, I do album. have Martin Luther in there, Martin yeah. Luther King at some point, but um, it wasn't, I mean, there, there was some, there was some cool stuff. Uh, you know, uh, let's see a couple of the songs that I went back and forth with, um, back it up. 
Um, back it up like I mean, talk, back it up like you're talking trash, like Muhammad Ali, or I can even call him Cassius Clay during yeah. during that yeah. one. Uh, back it up like Michael Jackson Moonwalk, and I mean that's just it's a fun song, right? Exactly. Back it up like your girl's grinding up on you, right? Yeah, I mean that's that's right. cool. Um, you know, Turn It On was a good one. Again, it's just you know they're boys boys playing in the woods with their trucks kind of thing. Yeah, it's this is one if you're having a bonfire, a grilling out. You, you turn this shit on, you turn yep. it up to 11 and let it play. Um, but there was one that stood out to me that I liked. What did I like about it? His voice changed dramatically in this song. Like okay. it was a different, something changed. Like he didn't, I, I don't know how to describe it. I went with the days of gold. Yep. I wondered if you would like that. I went with days of gold because it, it, I love music with a breakdown with a, a real nice buildup and then just shit goes crazy. It kind of had that little buildup breakdown mm. with just the drums and the steel lap. And then all of a sudden, whoever, who, I guess the lead singer, he, does he play Jared, the guitar? He, he does. Okay. Jared, Jared Johnson. So like it builds up and then like halfway through the song, just he goes just nuts. shreds yeah. and it's like, okay, I, I get it. It was a, it was a heavy song. It was yeah. still a fun song. Yeah. Um, but it's, you know, talking about, you know, still the same thing fucking pickup truck or yeah. you know just you know uh you know don't complicate the, the, life, the, the my girl friend. with the red lipstick and just yeah. i mean it, yeah it was just it's a, all the country it, it was a fun it was a it was a fun album yeah. um there was nothing deep and personal about nope. it um but it's one where like if you want to like like you what you say smoke a little smoke you're gonna turn this one on yeah you know <laughs> you just no, this ha- is have uh, some jack in that and you're good to go this is a little moonshine on the tailgate yeah. and smoking a little smoke this it is, was i mean it was it, it it would be I didn't I didn't listen to any of their albums I listened to some of their bigger songs that are were are like on Spotify first ones like that, yeah. but it made me do want to go see them live just They're to see awesome the show life. just because I mean I I you know it's not music that I nope. enjoy the most but seeing how if if they can do that on an oh, album yeah. and I've heard the stories from you Doug Steve whatever like yeah. they put on a show. That's what I, that's what I would want to see. It's a, so the first time Steve and I went, um, they played I'm Southern twice. Yeah. Um, I mean, in the, in the album, I mean, for that to be the first song of their first album, they start off heavy, I mean, not heavy. They start off yeah. like, all right, this is what they're setting the tone. Yeah. yeah. And the crowd goes, it's one of those where the <laughs> crowd, I mean, you're in the South, yeah. but crowd goes nuts. It's, it's what's funny. Like this album is like, I'm not Southern. You're not Southern. You know, we're both transplant, right. transplant, transplants. <laughs> yes. Um, no, I have a truck just for work purposes. Right. But you know, that's that boom, that that's where it stops. Right. <laughs> I mean, but trust me, you're in that crowd and yeah. you're screaming at the top of your lungs. No, it, it was, it was, Southern. it was a, it was a fun, it was a fun album. Yeah. I, I would, I would like to see, I'd like to see them live. Yeah. They are very good life. And I've, I don't know if I said on the podcast and if I have, um, we saw Steve and Doug uh-huh. fight stopped, they stopped <laughs> and they said, quit that. And then they picked up, the very note they stopped yeah, on, yeah. and you just kind of go. And they play. I mean, whenever all the shit goes back to normal after everything, yeah. they actually play in Little Rock quite often. They do because they're from Memphis, right? They're from Nashville. Or I guess, I guess he's. Oh, and also, he loves Louisiana. He does. I mean, my God, yes. yeah, like he is. Yes, he's he a does. Louisiana boy. He's from yeah, the. Delta. I think his parents. He's are from, from the from Delta. There. He definitely loves the. Well, Delta. Jared Johnson, the lead singer, worked um, downtown Little Rock at one of the pizzerias. Mm, okay. 
So he always refer. So he was here for a couple of years. Oh yeah, I mean he. I mean he. Whenever they stop by, because Little Rock's small for music venue wise, like yeah. especially for the music I listen to, hardly anybody comes. It's Juanitas and but Metro. it's like between like Memphis and Dallas or Memphis and KC or Memphis and Oklahoma City. So I mean Little Rock is just like halfway. It's a good place to stop, make a yeah. make a few bucks. You know. Yep. So, it's like a Tuesday night. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's always a good. It's always going to be in the middle of the week. They're never going to play right. on the weekend stop. But uh, right. no, it'd be it'd be. It'd be well worth to see. I'd be down for that. Yeah, it, um, they're worth seeing. They're one of those. Uh, I probably told this story as well. They're the band I saw open for ZZ Top mm. and Skinnerd, mm-hmm. and uh, that they used the F word, um, <laughs> F this, F F F that, yeah, F yeah. that, and in the middle of the second song, I bought their first album. <laughs> like it's like you go, wow, this is what I like. That, that's the one that Paula really liked, right? Paula hates. Yeah. So although she loves the song White Lightning. Which is strange, but all right. So, what are you giving me this week? So, uh, went completely opposite. Not southern rock at all, and a little deeper. Um, Opera. And, uh, yes, as a matter of fact, show tunes. Show tunes is exactly right. Hamilton. Uh, yeah, I thought you'd know <laughs> Avita. Oh, uh, okay. So, went back into my catalog because I was thinking. I've okay. been thinking about what to give you that would represent things that I've listened to over time. Okay. And I'm not going to give you Steely Dan. I'm not going to give you stuff like that, um, which I, <laughs> I certainly. You know, it's funny you bring that up. I saw you post that. I was like, I, I actually almost went, I, I went to go to the record store this weekend um, to buy some records. And I was like, you know, I'm feeling a Steely Dan album just because it's their musicians who don't take themselves seriously. It's like so we, com- comical. In college, rock. we had a reel to reel of Steely Dan, and we would sit on a Saturday afternoon. And I'm not saying what we would do <laughs> but we would sit and listen to smoke just smoke. smoke a little smoke <laughs> and we just sit and listen to, i mean i love steely dan the musicianship on steely dan oh god yeah oh. but i'm going to give you um the not not as high musicianship great lyrics okay. funny awesome um and i'm going to give you amy rigby okay probably not ever heard of her nope so there were two albums that i considered on this and these are the two albums that i personally enjoy um, of hers. She's a singer songwriter. Mm-hmm. Um, and the two albums that I really like of hers are till the wheels off, fall off with a great song of, are we ever going to have sex again? Which is the, <laughs> which is from the point of view of the woman in uh, a marriage where she says, you know, we used to be triple mm-hmm. X rated and other great songs in that, but I'm going to give you little fugitive, which is from 2005. Okay. She is, she's, um, she's a great lyric writer. She, um, that album has, um, some great songs on there, including a special call out to you, I think, but, um, she's just an incredible lyric writer okay. and she writes deep songs. She writes interesting songs, compelling songs, but she has a great way of turning a phrase. I find the songs funny and Easy to sing along with. What, what was her name? Amy Rigby. Please tell me that Amy Rigby is on spot. That's what I'm looking right now. What was it? A Little Fugitive? Yep. It's right yeah. there. Okay. So You're going to enjoy that album, I hope. But if you don't, you still will listen to the album. <laughs> so what are you giving me this week? So we're going to... I'm I'm going with something that you. I don't think you would think I would like. Um. I found this band by accident, I guess about maybe five... Four or five years ago. Um, so he was, he used to be 
the lead singer of this like kind of a hardcore metalcore band. Um, but he wanted to change it up and do, he, he had a side project, um, that he was just a one man band. It was just him. It's called the deer hunter. It is the exact opposite of what you think I would, I would listen to. Um, he has five albums right now and it's all one giant story and it's called, so it's deer like D E A R hunter. And the album that you're going to have is, um, act four, uh, rebirth in reprise. So it's a, uh, it's, it's a concept album. So you have to listen to it from beginning, beginning to end. I know you like to, to like bounce around on your album sometimes. Um, is also, it two words or one word? Yeah. Two words like the D E A R Hunter. Is this country? Um, it's, I don't know how, honestly, I don't know how I'd put it because it's, it's like prog, but mellow. Um, there's a show tune song in the middle of rebirth and reprise. Yep. Not hymns with the devil in confessional. No. So actually one of the one, one song from that is already on the list. Um, like, uh, from when we first did it. So this is just a totally different album from him. Um, I also have this album on vinyl if you want to listen to it that way. No, I probably listened to it on the phone. Let's find out if I, um, I'm moving my record player. I don't, I don't know if I told you this. I bought a $175, um, record cleaner, album cleaner with a limited edition Eric church album. There you go. (laughs) That's what happened. So you bought a $175, uh, Eric church album. That's what you bought. Yeah. One of 50 green. limited edition albums, but it's a super high end record cleaner, but cool. I'm moving all of my stuff into my special listening room. All right. Yeah. I, I honestly, which I've, won't be done this way. I think you are really, there's really, 85 songs on this album. No, I'm joking. No, there's 15, 15. And I think yeah. it's like an hour, yeah, seven, no. something like that. Yeah. Um, hour 14. I, I really think this, you're going to really, really like this album because okay. His lyrics, it's a story. It's a giant story. Um, his his voice is amazing. Cool. Um, and it is, it just, it, it's all over the place. But yeah, I I, th- I think you're going to be surprised that I actually really like them a lot. Okay. So it, it did start with, as just him, he now has a full band. He doesn't do everything himself. Um, but I, I can see this becoming into your, into your normal. Cool. Into your normal rotation. Okay. Yep. So. Cool. All right. Well, yeah. So this also is um, the last one that we're choosing. Next week we'll have Fab a, a listener support. Yeah. Yep. All right. So that is the home week for us. And all right. So we finish every show with the million dollars buck question. So we're going to ask you a question. It's million dollars one time only. You have to choose if you take the money or if you don't take the money. Okay. okay. Million dollars. But every time you hear an echo. You have to stick your foot into an ant hill. Not like fire eating ants. I mean, I, I mean, I, I think either way is going to suck. But I fine, mean, yeah, let's go fire hill ants because they'll bite oh, you. Right. Well, that every time I hear an echo, yep, I take the million bucks. I'm, I'm taking it too. Yeah, probably. Oh, three yeses. All right. All right. I mean, I mean, I mean you, can, you can, you can buy a lot of. A, a lot of itch ointment for a million bucks. You know? <laughs> get a, get a lot put, of, you put, uh, 
got and and then we can do is you can go and buy stock in Benadryl and then um you could also buy the 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 soundproofing uh wall stuff <laughs> you build a cabin in the woods I mean, see, yeah. see my mind goes like how do i cheat this like right i'm just going to cover my leg and raid and <laughs> spray before you know what i mean Seems and then fun. come at me ants. yeah we had one a couple weeks ago like i have a really bad gag reflex like there's been numerous times i've had a cut so much audio of where I almost threw up just because I have such a bad gag reflex. There was one uh, a couple weeks ago. It was, I forget what it was, but you had to eat like an entire jar of mayonnaise in one sitting. No, I mean, <laughs> that's it. Wait, just once. No, like, no. Like every time something every- happened, I think it was like every time you hurt, you hear like a car horn or something. You had to eat oh, a God. jar of mayonnaise. Like I, it took all I had to get through yes, that end of did. the episode, not to throw up just because mayonnaise itself is disgusting. And then it was like, yeah. so I'm, I'm kind of getting that, that feeling right now. Just, yes. <laughs> so you're going to wait till we're done to throw up, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yep. This, this, this <laughs> stuff that is, you know, first world problems for me. Yeah. All right. Well, tell everybody where they can uh, find you at yep. online. I mean, it's luxury cigar club everywhere. Twitter, Tumblr, TikTok, Instagram. All I don't know what we have. We MySpace. have all the things. Uh, probably. Why not? Right? You know, whatever it is. <laughs> hey, so it's well. all. It's all luxury cigar club. Make sure to follow us. We do a lot of social interaction giveaways. So, you know, you post uh, on Instagram or Facebook, and you use our hashtag and uh, and tag us, and that automatically enters you in a chance to win something cool. Um, we give that away all the time. Okay. So. You know, and if you're a member and you're not part of our private members Discord, make sure to sign up for that too. You can reach out to us on Instagram or Facebook or email us info at luxurycigarclub.com and we can give you all that info. And, and we do have some really ridiculous member benefits. If you are a member, you get 20% off our online store. So that in and of itself is probably worth being a member at luxurycigarclub.com. Yep. Yep. And I'm, I'm glad you said the thing about the discord because I was going to say that if you are a member of LCC, you, I mean, definitely jump on the discord because it is, it's, it's, it's a, it's a nice little avenue to meet some really good friends, um, meet some really interesting people out there. And we're all over the U S and even in Canada. I mean, it's, it is, it's, uh, we're on there every day. Yep. Um, some people, it seems like that's all they do is just <laughs> hang out on there all day long. <laughs> but, I yeah. herfed three and times. And we're, we're, we're in there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can, you can talk wow. to talk to them all. And it, it is it, it, it is is so cool. So I'm glad that y'all, y'all did yeah. that. You and Ben in particular are regular members. You participate all the time. The customer service is great. But Ben, I think, and I herfed together two or three times last week. Mm-hmm. And, and it, you know, just interact with the group. And, and it's that Discord group is off the hook. I've, yeah. I've made 10 to 15 just really cool uh, friends out of that group and uh, of people who, yep. who I, um, who I enjoy smoking a cigar with virtually, and I look forward to meeting in JJ's house, mm-hmm. which is what we're all planning on doing, or maybe Vegas and, uh, and smoking together because, um, there's some really cool people who are a member of this club. Yep. And just for a tease for an upcoming show, we're actually going to have one of the regulars yep. uh, members on there on the show here in the next couple of weeks. So yep. we are, we're going to, Oh man, <laughs> we're going to tease that out and yeah. uh, get that going. We're not going to say who it is just yet, but uh, you'll find out in a couple of weeks. We, we will. But, but uh, all right. Well, uh, I, 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 I have a guess. I have a guess. <laughs> okay. Probably a good Can one. Can I guess? Uh, yeah, you can guess. Is, is it Kevin? 
you can you can tell me later (laughs) yeah no yeah it's it's gonna be him yeah he does uh blog posts for you guys right he just did a really good blog post on the lcc website about uh taking care of your cigars and stuff and does regular reviews He's writing our blogs for us, and he does reviews for Fine Tobacco, Tobacco New York City, NYC, mm-hmm. which is another great review site. So, uh, you know, and that's, you know, we love to bring the, our community closer. And uh, so yep. we appreciate what you guys are doing. Thank yep. you. So Kevin we, is one of our, uh, oh, he's yeah. one, he is uh, one of my fave people to uh, herf with. He yep. is just awesome. I mean, and. I love the picture of him and JJ that always gets posted on the two of them laying in bed <laughs> on zoom separate yeah so so this is the kind of the bullshit that you get with the with the the discord member I mean it's a lot of inside jokes but you're you're quickly brought into yeah. your broccoli you're quickly brought into all the inside jokes and you'll see why we just, we're, we're a bunch of big kids. That's all, that's all it is. It's a great community. But, all right. Well, Chris, you know, thank you very much yes. for taking the time out to be on, on our show and everything. Appreciate it. Um, you know, if you're not a member of LCC sign up because it sounds like the, the stuff is going quickly, but we're excited to see the next tier that you're going to be doing yep. and looking forward to, you know, everything that's that y'all are doing for the uh, cigar community out there. hundred percent. And uh, I got I got a little uh, gift for you guys. Okay. Um, I have a coupon code set up for the straight cut. Awesome. Um, so if anyone signs up for Luxury Cigar Club and they use the coupon the cut, they're going to get free shipping on their first month. Awesome. 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 Thank you very much. Yeah. So everybody, take advantage of that and you know join something that we that we're you know proud to be members of. We are definitely proud to be members of. So. All right, well, we will see uh, everybody next week again. Thanks, Chris, for being on here, and we will uh, we'll see everybody shortly. Thanks. Be good. Thank you, guys. Later. Later.